It is time for our Enchanted Forest Story Hour. Snuggle in, children, because we have a story for you. In our last episode, with the help of their new friends, Juliana, Katie, and Jenny, Gunner, Grayson, and Asher were introduced to the dragons. And while they were with the dragons, and the flight of five dragons sent leaves swirling like a great storm, it was Salvar, the oldest and wisest dragon of the group, who stepped in closer. But why? That is my question for you. Why do you seek the heart of the forest, the crystals three. Gunner took a big breath, straightened his shoulders, and stepped forward. Because the crystal heart beats for all, great Salvar, and without it, it's not just the forest, but all the lands will suffer, and we're not asking for your strength, but for your wisdom to guide us to where the crystal heart lies hidden. Salthar regarded the boy, and with a low rumble in his throat that might have been approval, he said, Wisdom we can offer. The heart was taken by one who walks in the shadow. Beyond the crystal caverns, in the realm of the forgotten, we can show you the path, but you must walk it. When you set off, follow the winged silhouettes of dragons etched in the sky. On their way back to find Brynjar, Juliana stopped. We have to get back now, and she thought for a moment. We wish we could go with you on this quest, but we do need to stay here. She thought again. I have an idea, though. And reaching into her pocket, she held out a stone just as blue as her bracelet. This is a talking stone. Asher's eyes grew like saucers, trying to imagine a stone talking. No, not a talking stone. A talking stone. One that we can talk through. If you need help or anything, you can talk to us through this stone. Juliana handed it to Grayson, who put it in his satchel. Thank you, he said. And another thing. Let's go to the kitchens. I'll make you a lunch to take with you, with fairy chocolate, too. Oh, thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you, the boys said, fairy chocolate being one of their most favorite things in the whole world. The castle kitchens were unlike anything the boys had ever seen before. There were witches and fairies, trolls and elves, gnomes, sprites, all working together to make fantastic foods. Oh, the cakes with strawberries and blackberries and raspberries and chocolate. Oh, pies and bread, baskets of fresh vegetables and fruits, everything you could ever imagine. 
giant cauldrons full of soups and stews, stirring themselves with their own wooden ladles. Come on, come this way, I'll show you my station. Juliana led them over to a corner in the kitchen, where cocoa pods hung on the walls, and there was flour and sugars and butter and eggs. Are you guys hungry? I am starving after our visit with the dragons. I love pancakes. Oh, can you make me some waffles, Juliana? Katie asked. And I'll have mine with chocolate chips, please, said Jenny. Jenny, who was no longer shy after that initial meeting, helped herself to a handful of chocolate chips. And I'll just top those off with some whipped cream and strawberries. Thank you very much. And then she was off to go visit some of her elven friends. Asher watched Jenny as she took those chocolate chips. His eyes got a little mischievous. Hmm, I'll be taking some of those too, please. And off he was to follow Jenny throughout the kitchens, tasting everybody's food at every station. This is fantastic. Wow, I've never seen a kitchen like this before. Grayson folded his arms on his chest and just looked around. This is amazing. It really does make me wonder, because I can smell the sourdough baking in the ovens around here. And my mom has been working on sourdough bread for the last few months. And you can start tasting the magic. I wonder if she's gone to school here without telling us. Juliana laughed. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe she just has some magic herself. I mean, after all, she is your mom. Well, what about your mom? Did she have magic? Is that how you got to come to this school? Oh, I believe our mother has magic. It shows up in everything she does. She taught us about stones and rocks and crystals about combining tea leaves, and how to make wonderful foods. But that's not all, Juliana, Katie chimed in. She can make a bubble solution that blows a zillion bubbles. And this bubble solution works all year long. I've even used it to play with the baby dragons, and they jump up and try to bite the bubbles. And sometimes... They get so excited that fire flies out of their mouth when they're getting the bubble. Well, it looks like we've got to get going now. Grayson raised his hand. We'll be right there, Brynjar. Thank you for taking us on a tour of your school. This has been great. It sure has been, Grayson, Gunnar said. It's been so nice meeting you, Juliana and Katie. And Jenny, she's still over there with Asher. Come on, Asher, we gotta get going. And thank you for the talking stone and introducing us to the dragons and all the good food for our trip. We definitely will use your friendship again in the future when we need it. Once outside, Turkum took flight, joining the dragons, hovering, waiting for them to follow. With bravery in their hearts, the boys followed the winged silhouettes of the dragons, which were etched in the sky, and their adventure continued with each step. A story unfolding, a story of bravery and friendship and the relentless pursuit of what was just and true, and Brynjar by their side, 
was a comforting reminder that magic unites all things. And Turkum, the ever-watchful, flew with the dragons towards the crystal heart of destiny. Snip, snap, snout. This tale's told out. Well, young enchanted forest listeners, we bid you good night. Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs>